Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Entertainment Exchange. It is your boy David Johnson, aka. Yeah, you ain't got no nickname, dog. You ain't got no nickname. Uh, what kind of mess is this? And it's Wayne Hatrick Wizzy Webb, aka. He out here crying. <laughs> That's that's all I got. You are really bad at this. <laughs> you are really sad. You are so dumb. <laughs> you are really dumb. For Thank real. Thank you guys for joining us today for the sports recap. Yesterday was movies and TV shows. If you haven't listened to that one, please go back and listen. It's a really good episode and you guys don't want to miss it. Today, sports and anything else. And crying and tissues. And, and crying and tissues. Uh, <laughs> it's your first time listening to us. We talk about movies, TV shows, sports, culture, social media, and more. And we break it to you guys in podcasts that usually happen throughout the week. This week, because it's you know spring break, we give it to you at the end of the week. Now, like I said, today's sports. So, uh, first... No, today is a funeral, man. First, uh, Wayne, who's a fan of... Of the what? Uh, Say it. I almost said St. Louis Steelers for some reason. <laughs> what? What is wrong with my brain? The St. Louis Steelers. Uh, he's a fan he's of the stupid. Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Wayne has been having... What's the word to put it? A rough, <laughs> rough couple of months <laughs> slash year. Um, I've been having so, a rough time since about November of 2018. Yeah, maybe before that. What before the season? Because Le'Veon sat out at the beginning of the season. I'm right? talking about Le'Veon. Okay, Le'Veon. He so he did his thing. A B, Antonio Brown, A B Boomin, Metro B, Metro Boomin. Business is booming uh, in Oakland. If you're on Metro, don't trust you. If you're Metro, don't trust you. I'm going to shoot you. Uh, AB is now on the Raiders. He was traded for, what is it, third and a fifth round pick? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, which everyone's like, well, anyone can make that pick. But it's because the Raiders have the cap space to then give him close to $20 million a year. What he probably wants. Yeah. Which, if we're talking top five receivers, you know, AB, Julio, Odell, Michael Thomas, that's four. Who else would you put in that top five? Off of last season? No, just in top, like, ability. Ability? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those are the four that come to my mind. Maybe A.J. Green, but, oh, no, No. D-Hop, duh. Deshaun, yeah, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Those five are the best. I almost said Deshaun Watson. I don't know what's going on. I know. I'm I'm gone. (laughs) I'm gone. gone. (laughs) Those are are the best, you know, top five receivers in the league. And so, he wants to be paid as, you know, the top of the top five. So, understandably so. I know. Wayne is just a little upset, just a little sad uh, about the news, about what's going on. Listen, I <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't want to live on because, this planet Because I, I know that whatever I say is not going to bring him back. Maybe, nah, not even then, not even then. I was about to say, like, maybe when his contract's up, he can come nah. sign like a two-year deal with us and then retire. But, like, that's not even going to happen because nah. if Big Ben's still there, then he ain't coming back. <laughs> I know I sound really depressed right now, but like I'm not. I'm actually optimistic. That's good. Because James Conner gets his turn to be great like he was last season. Yeah. Do it all over again. Juju Smith-Schuster gets to come in and be the guy be that, the he, that he always could be and will be. And so I'm actually thoroughly optimistic to see what's going to happen this season. Well, Even though good. we lost some offensive linemen, 
and we gr- we gained some uh some cornerbacks and DBs. Yeah. From God knows where. Yeah. I really don't know where they came from, <laughs> but they're here, so we'll make the most of it. Uh, I guess I'm looking. I'm I'm on the mend. I'm I'm turning you're my on, life you're around. I'm doing a 180 because I'm telling you, man. Whenever all this stuff was going down, Le'Veon Bell going to the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Like I almost cried. Really uh, to the Jets? But Make I cry, no no just, just the fact that he's okay. actually gone. Like I knew like, he was leaving, but I always had that sliver of hope that like maybe he'll be like the Ravens. The Wayne was really gonna cry. Dude, I was I was going to if he went to the Ravens, I was going to <laughs> poop tears. Like it was it was over. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, Diarrhea? dude. Because listen, he had that thing on Twitter where his his friend who hosts American Ninja Warrior, that black guy, he, I forgot his he name. He has a lot of friends and stuff in Baltimore. Like he likes Baltimore. Yeah, he was like, "Can I drop the news to him, Le'Veon?" And Le'Veon was like, "Go ahead." And so he put that thing on Twitter that said, "Like a a bird told me that Le'Veon Bell will be in Pittsburgh nevermore. Will be a Steeler nevermore." Edgar Edgar Allan Poe can confirm. Yeah. And I was like, "You, you out know, here really?" Part of me was read the bird, and I was like, "Yo, what if he went to the Falcons?" That's disgusting. You know what I'm, I'm like, I don't think they had the room, but I'm like, yo, what if, what, what? Now, I would buy a Bell jersey that black and red. Ugh, I would buy that. So nice. I'm not buying a green and white Bell jersey. No. I just, I'm just not. I'm just, I'm just I will not. buy a black and silver Antonio Brown jersey, though, because that There's looks nice. Every great receiver goes to the Raiders to die. Like, their career goes to die. Yeah. Jerry Rice. Randy Moss. Jordy Nelson's over there Randy now. Nelson. Like, they're just, they go there as, and they watch the sunset. Amari Cooper got out. And I mean, that's what, Amari Cooper's like, nah, I ain't doing that for my career. <laughs> Bye. Like, that's why when it was like Raiders, I was like, really? You want to go there? And, and, and that's why it's like, oh, they're going to pay me the most. Okay, then obviously the money. You know what I'm saying? And, it's the and, money. And because I, I have a special place for Antonio Brown in my heart. <laughs> I don't want to see his career just like go to shambles. It will, but it's looking likely it's, because it's he's going to go from a 1,200, 1,300 yard receiver, and it's going to be about it's going to be like a thousand next year or eleven hundred. It's got it's not going to be a big drop the first year, and then it's going to drop to like eight or nine. Everyone's going whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. It's the Oakland effect. It's the Oakland effect, man. Now it may be different because Oakland's moving to Vegas next year. He don't get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Antonio Brown can't keep his hands to himself. I feel bad for the people in Oakland. I was telling my wife about this, where I was like, like, the the uh, the Warriors, we're too good for you. We're going to, I believe they're going to San Fran next year. Their new stadium's in San Fran next year. Okay. Uh, Raiders are gone. All they have is the athletics there. That's tough. And they almost had Kyler Murray, and he was like, you know what? I like playing football. Bye. You got a bunch of black people in the bay, and all they got is baseball. Damn, they about to be right. Like, that is the one thing they had was the rate, like, the bay. Like, they had sports team, and that's why you know what they're going to do? Embrace the Warriors. It's like, oh, you, that's Oak. That's Oak Town. You know what they might do? Push for an AAF team. I would. Push for an AAF team or an XFL team. Something. One of those two. Call them, like, listen, all we got is the athletics. Yes. Help. They're not even athletic. <laughs> Help me. That's, that's where they're at right now. This was a Kevin Hart gift just being sent to the AAF. Literally. <laughs> Help me. Oh, Lord. Uh, moving on. NFL free. Oh, the Ravens are signing Earl Thomas. Four years. Whoa. Million deal. So they're 
We're in NFL free agency, but that just happened a minute ago, Ian Rappaport. Why is everyone in my division getting better, oh, and then speaking, we're not? Speaking of which, we forgot. Uh, before we go to the free agency NFL, the Browns and the Giants traded. The Giants traded Odell Beckham to the Browns. Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. <laughs> the Giants traded Odell Beckham to the Browns for first-round pick, which is pick number 17 this year, a third-round pick in this year's draft, and Jabril Peppers. Now, who's a Swiss Army knife? Now, it don't matter. Get rid of Odell. Now, the Giants have a 37, 38 year old quarterback, Eli Manning, that they were going to pay. Why? And then they have Saquon. Saquon. Or Saquon. Saquon. The young young boy, Saquon, who's really good. The young goat. So, so right now they have about, I think it's 40 million, 30 million. That is in dead cap money. Because they're paying all these people that are on different teams. Olivier Vernon, Odell Beckham. Like, it's just, it's bad. So the Giants, I think it's funny, slash sad, because my wife's a Giants fan, and she's like, I don't want to live on this planet <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Shout out Futurama. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So, Kira, I'm sorry. And, We're and a both. lot of her side of the family, they're like texting each other, and I'm in a group chat, like, smiling. Yeah. Like, just standing. <laughs> but I don't want to say anything. Suck, huh? They're all on suicide watch. They're like, nah. So... Like I said, they going to make Saquon carry the ball 30 times, touch the ball 30, 40 times a game. Mm-hmm. And his rookie contract, he's going to have 7,000 carries yeah. <laughs> and two dead knees. <laughs> and, the, you know, it's gonna be, that's going to be that. So that's unfortunate. So what that means is everyone in Wayne's division, the Browns, uh, have gotten better. The Browns now have OBJ. They've got Jarvis Landry. They've got Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They've got David Njoku. Njoku. I believe that's right. Mbaku. Njobu. That's Njobu. <laughs> as a, a Sterling K. Brown. That, that is Njobu. Like, uh, <laughs> who else? The Ravens just got, I almost said Eric Weddle. They got no, rid of Eric got, Weddle, but they, they got, got rid of Earl Thomas. But listen, I'm not, I'm not too scared of the Ravens' defense because they got rid of Eric Weddle, to, uh, Suggs. Mosley and Suggs. And Mosley. That's there. That's we we gonna run the ball. That's not good. That's all we're gonna do is run the ball. Um, dang. Okay. So yeah. So the Ravens got uh, Earl Thomas, four year, fifty five million dollars. That's they fine. got that money. That's fine. Um, I, I also laugh because I don't like Dallas, and Dallas just lost out in Landon Collins and Earl Thomas. So now NFL free agency. So what we've seen the past couple days is. Let's see. Nick Foles. Nick went to Foles. $88 million deal. Woo. Get your money, dog. Teddy Bridgewater. 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 Bridgewater is staying with uh, New Orleans. Uh, running backs. Obviously, Le'Veon is with the Jets. Kareem is with Cleveland. Now, <laughs> hold on. I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, Wayne just took a nap. I don't know what happened. Um, so, Levy, we I, I learned this. Le'Veon's deal with... Uh, with Pittsburgh was obviously more, but he gets more guaranteed money with the Jets, which is why he went with the Jets. Like the Steelers, the Steelers deal was for like for sixty six million or whatever, but the guaranteed money he's getting thirty ish with the Jets, and that's why he's like, oh, I want that guarantee. I want that get get that money, that guaranteed money. Uh, Kareem Hunt's with Cleveland. That's not fair. Latavius Murray's with New Orleans. That's not, fair. not fair. Kareem Hunt. Did you not know he was with the Browns? I forgot. 
Oh, yeah. He they when when all that stuff went down to Kareem, and then he finally was re you know reinstated back in the league. They're like, we'll give you a one year prove it like deal. You remember that? I forgot. Yeah. The Browns gonna be the team on Madden in twenty twenty. Yes, they gonna be the team. They they're a smooth like ninety three overall right now, like now, especially offensively. Oh um, my gosh, dude! I'm using the Browns. So Carlos I'm sorry. Hyde is with Kansas City now. It's no longer a joke to say I can beat you with the Browns. <laughs> it's no longer a joke. Like it's no longer a like a like Frank Gore, a, a, an insult. Still playing is with Buffalo. That's crazy. Oh my um, goodness! Larry Fitzgerald is back with Arizona. Latavius Murray went to New Orleans. I said that already. You did. John I wasn't listening. Brown went to Buffalo. Devin Funchess went to the Colts. Jamison Crowder went to the Jets. That's going to be interesting for that offense. Uh, who else? It Cole doesn't. Beasley went to like. It doesn't Buffalo's even matter, dude. People there. It doesn't um, even. I'm upset. We lost Jesse James. Yeah, he went to where'd he go? He went to the Lions. Yeah, the Lions were spending money this year. They got the and outlaw man. That was my dude. The like like I said, not good. Also, offensive tackles got paid this year. Trent Brown went to Oakland, sixty six million. Uh, yeah, Donovan a, Smith. Just give just give million. him more more time to throw a pick. Give Derek Carr more time to throw Derek an interception. Carr's not bad. He's not. But that's not. He's not like Eli. Give more time to throw a pick. He's not. But your last name's Carr. <laughs> Destined for failure. So it's in your, it's in your DNA. <laughs> yeah. Um, as much as I love him, he's a God fearing man. He might be able to get Antonio Brown right on the up and up because he's Derek Carr. Man. At, at at the most at his at his peak performance, he will tell you God first. Football second yeah. or family second football here's, here's whatever. Here's where it gets interesting. Edge defenders and edge rushers. D Ford is in San Fran, eighty-seven million dollar deal. Trey Flowers is in Detroit, ninety million dollar deal. Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith, uh, both in Green Bay, fifty-two and sixty-six. Jadavian Clowney and Demarcus Lawrence were franchise tagged. How does it feel? Ask Le'Veon Bell. Now that means, which. I think I think both Dallas and Houston did the wrong thing. That means they gonna get paid next year, and what that means is boy, they gotta perform. They're yeah, but they're still gonna perform. They both are. Really but Clowney Clowney is had injury issues. That's fine, if and it's gonna be the one, same. It's gonna be the same thing with Le'Veon Bell. Year, this upcoming year, before that's all that matters. All you need to have but is see, a good year before the contract. But ends. see, here's the thing: Le'Veon Bell had a very good year. And the Steelers still didn't pay him. That's a different situation, though. The I'm just had, saying. The Steelers had other pieces. The Houston's got an aging or an often injured J.J. Watt the last three But they years. have DeAndre Hopkins. who's They've who, got D-Hop. they got Deshaun Watson. That, that's what I'm saying is that they have to make choices who to pay. That's what I'm saying. I think they really messed up in keeping Lamar Miller. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing with Demarcus Lawrence on Dallas. Dallas is like, oh, we may want to give Dak an extension. We we need to pay Amari Cooper, who's going to be on the end of his rookie deal, and they have to pick people who to play. Yeah. So, you know, in those two teams, somebody's going to get dropped and scooped up, and it's going to be a big loss for the team. That's why I said they made a mistake of franchise tagging so early. They needed to sign, at least try to sign and bring the price down or whatever this year because D Ford at 28 – Got an $87 million deal with San Fran. Yay! That means the David Clowney next year at 27 can get that. Trey Flowers got a $90 million deal. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, y'all, somebody Dude, Sheldon get Richardson paid. signed with Cleveland. Sheldon Richardson is in Cleveland now. Wow, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. Whoa. And Dominican Sue has yet to sign. 
So it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. And inside linebackers, Mosley went to the Jets. Jordan Hicks went to the Cardinals. See, we got some dude. Uh, and listen, this says resign two year deal with Pitt. I didn't even know this dude was on the team. <laughs> uh, Tyson uh, Alu Alula. Uh, don't, don't even try to. Alu uh, I didn't even know Alula. he was on the team. Alula. Who uh, is this? But Houston went and got a cornerback because they lost what's his name? They lost Tyrone Matthews. They were like, we need somebody. And, it's like, and they lost Kareem Jackson. Yeah. To the Broncos. Yeah. So they well, got Bradley God Roby. dang, Dion. One year, two, $10 million deal. That's a big thing off the cap. But, yeah. So, and Houston hasn't gotten the offensive line, which I've seen. Houston's going to be in trouble next year. Oh, snap. The Jets got uh, CJ Mosley. That's, yeah. okay, that's where he went. That's why I told you. I was like, the Jets are going to make the wild. They can make the wild card this year. They, they can make the wild card this year. I'm telling you, dude. I don't think the Jets are on our... I checked our schedule like a while ago, you and I don't, I don't think, though, I don't think they're on our regular season schedule. But if we meet them in the playoffs in a wild card, <laughs> well, god dang, <laughs> <laughs> well, god dang, they are. Um, shout out, shout out to Joanna, god people, dang, people. <laughs> he said that in the movie. Well, in the movie. <laughs> when uh, was it the tape? <laughs> you mean I was under playing with tape? <laughs> god dang, well, god dang. Um, the safety, safety's got paid. Landon Collins. $84 million deal with Washington. Ridiculous. Earl Thomas, $57 million with the Ravens. Um, Adrian Amos went to Green Bay. LaMarcus Joyner went to Oakland. Eric Reed went to Carolina. Like, I these people getting paid. I don't even... They got... Okay, Houston got Deshaun Gibson to, to try to make up yeah, for the Yeah, who honey actually is really bad. good at intercepting the ball. He's not bad. The Honey Badger is just a better overall player. But... So there's a lot of players all over the place that are people are getting picked up now that the Le'Veon thing dropped and now that like the after the OBJ trade, everyone's like okay 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 let's uh, let's move on. Okay okay okay. So I I it's gonna be I'm gonna keep my eyes for this and we're gonna be talking about NBA in a little bit after this break but it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Muy interesante. All right, so now we are moving on to the NBA. Now the Inba. NBA is basically, it's almost ending. So, we're going to talk about Russell Westbrook. Yo. My man, Russell. If I've learned anything. Good afternoon. Russell, My name's Russell. If I've learned anything about Russell Westbrook, don't mess with him, number one. Because he two, will. Don't disrespect him or his family. He will talk first and ask questions later. Literally. And then talk again. And then beat people up. Yeah. <laughs> don't, he's 6'3". Like, don't, don't mess with him. He, he a monster. So. What happened with Russell Westbrook? Well, so what you guys may or may not have saw in the news is that Russell Westbrook was at a Utah Jazz game, and a Jazz fan started heckling him. Now, mm -hmm. players are used to fans heckling them. That's part of the game, et cetera. That, that's what's going to happen. However, in this instance, uh, a fan who is, like, directly behind him uh, started saying, like, pretty... How do I how do I describe these words? How That's racist. That's right. Pretty negative thing. Like there's a difference between oh you suck, you're horrible, mm -hmm. and uh, gosh, what did the guy say? He said, "Get down on your knees like you used to." Yeah, like you're used to. There's a difference between that and that. Yeah. And Russell was like, "Nah, I'll mess you up. I'll mess your wife up." Because <laughs> because the fan said it, and then his wife then his said wife it right after. It. Yeah. And so Russell was like, "Listen, I'm gonna get you." <laughs> I'm going to get her. You're both going to go home feeling, you know, depleted. Yeah, literally. I don't care. 
I will end. I'll, I'll give up my career to beat <laughs> yeah. you up right now. And then I was like, nobody mess with Russ. And so then Russell went and he talked about how um, he was like, you know, I've never been in a fight with anyone. I've never had suspension. I've, I've literally, I haven't done hardly anything wrong in the NBA. Yeah. And so he was like, so basically when you see him react like that, you know, he's not doing that for no reason. No. Like he's not just, he meant know, to. He's not a run our test and just elbowing people. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? He's not metal world peace out here just slinging elbows. He, whenever he reacts, it's for a reason. And something happened. Mm-hmm. And so they fined Russ 25000 Yeah. he said. And the Jazz then banned that fan for life. Good. Uh, and so, well, well here's a, and here's the unfortunate thing is that they, like, interviewed the fan, like, after the game. Like, what yeah. happened? And he was like, well, we were telling him to ice his knees because he, our team is going to win. Like, that type he of, tried to play the fan aspect, like yeah, you know. Exactly. We're just saying some friendly, some friendly banter out there, you know. And so the no, it wasn't. And Twitter was like, "Oh, we're detective, detective, detective." So they went into this man's Twitter. They went into all that stuff. You got a free agency thing? Time out. All right, Ravens are Ravens are signing Mark Ingram. Nice, good. That means the Eagles can get Tevin Cole. Why is everyone in my division getting better and <laughs> we suck? <laughs> Why? I'm sorry. Um. So back to basketball. Back to basketball. <laughs> Nice. This is good. Bob Saget. Dang flabbit. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Bob That means the Eagles get Saget. Devin Coleman. I hope so. Anyway, so this happened to Russ, and a couple other players spoke up about it and was like, yeah, this type of stuff happens. It happens a lot in Utah because of the makeup of the city of Utah. That's all mm-hmm. we're going to say. Uh, it happened to Russ in Utah last year in the playoffs where fans happened, were getting his I think face it happened twice. And putting his hands in his face. And then it happened... Before that, I believe last year in Utah, when Russell was talking to some friends and dancing in the pregame, and a bunch of fans were like, yeah, dance for us, boy. Yeah. And stuff like that. And I was like, <laughs> Y'all really out here. Y'all really out here, like, slinging races. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on now. Jeez. So, and that happened then. So, this brings up the, the, the point that Russ is making. This is bringing up the conversation of, how do you police that? I had an interesting thought. Go ahead. Like, how do you... How do you because there are parts of it that it's part of the game. You know what I'm saying? It's part of the aspect of playing in a visitor city, whatever. Yeah, but but, but that level of criticism? No, 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 no. that's I'm, not... I'm, I'm not I'm not taking, taking the... I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm uh, saying, in those situations, like, it's... They're going to... The fan can say it's part of coming to the arena. It's part of the visiting experience. You know, we are trying to get you to throw you off your game and say crazy stuff. Because you know... Back in the eighties, like people were saying crazy stuff, and you well, like, know that's happened. There's a difference between I'm courtside and I yell at you, "Hey, your shoelace is untied!" As you're like no shooting one, a three, no one does that. Man. But and then there's and then there's me, "Hey, because of your skin color, I'm gonna make fun of you." Like there's a difference, you know what I mean? There's no, I feel like there's no gray area. Either you're, either you're having that friendly kind of banter, or you're having that friendly kind of trash talk. Yeah, or you're not. That's it. Interesting. Why? There's there's no gray area, because once you cross that line, you cross that line. There's nothing in between, and then, and some people think there's an in between line, like that lady who yelled at LeBron, and, oh, and the Warriors. Talk, I meant to talk about that with the late. What's she saying? She said, "Hey LeBron, how does it feel to be a?" And then she said, "A P A B." Like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, a she P A B. Yeah, and a peanut butter eating. <laughs> A peanut butter apple eating snitch. <laughs> They're keeping it PG in the podcast. 
But yeah, like that's not what she that, said. That's not that's not racist, but you don't say it. Yeah. That's why I said there's no gray area. LeBron turnover with the quickness. <laughs> yes, she melted. Oh, I was talking. This is my behind you. His name LeBron. <laughs> like that's what. I, like that's what I'm like talk ish get hit. That's where the players are at right about this point. Especially talk racist or racial ish. Yeah, you get hit. Yes, and so there's no the players are complaining that there's no. Uh, there's no what's the word? There's no policing or there's no like helping that situation. They're always going to come to the bat of the fans. What are you so gonna say? so here's here's my suggestion. Here's what's your suggestion. Here's my pitch. Because it's going to okay? be hard because you can't catch it all the time. No, you can't Obviously. catch it all the time. But apparently they were able to go back and look at footage and confirm Russell's story. Oh yeah, because then the of, dude right next to him was like, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> it, they told you something different. Now he lying, dog. But anyway, here's what I say. <laughs> If you find that someone's being that way, no matter where it is in the season, you suspend the, or not suspend, but that fan cannot go to any games for X amount of time. Yep. Okay. It can be indefinitely if you think it's bad enough, but they need like to start. That with, dude today. They that yeah. Dude, he's yeah. he's done he for going, like life. Going for good. Yeah. It's a, to me. It's, the it's equivalent. You know what happened? What was it last week? You see that fan that ran onto the soccer field and punched the player? Yo, like, fans are out of control. They're losing their minds. <laughs> he scored. He, he scored a goal or something, and then he's just like, "I, I hate you!" Wow, and like clothesline that man from. And behind. that's why I'm saying, like, fans, they're they're willing. Like, all right, I guess. Well, big biggest thing. I don't go to the game. I could just watch it at home. And it's like, no, you assaulted him. You're like, going to jail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're going behind <laughs> bars. You're going to jail. <laughs> That's why I'm I'm trying to think like, hey, well, like, what do you do in those situations? Like, what would you do if it was you? If it was me? Yeah. Like, like there are situations that, oh, who was it? I'm trying to remember, and I can't remember the player's name, but the, it was a player we were talking about that warned his family not to go to the World Cup. Yeah. Because he got just racist, racist comment. Like, people were throwing bananas. Like, he was getting racially mistreated. And he was like, I'm not about to have my grandmother up in these stands. To like, You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so you rob your family of these great experiences because of people like that. Listen, maybe it's time to just treat it like hockey and just put a glass wall up. Like, but, you can't like, you can't interact with nobody. Know, how much would that ruin the game of football? Well, if, can't, if fans can't get their if crap gets, together, then, like, what, what, what else are we going to do? We're not going to let you sit there and heckle our players like we're paying them to do things. And then Great. you're making them not want to do the things we're paying them for. Therefore, we're gonna lose money, or actually, like keep money. But anyway, it's not gonna it's not gonna work well <laughs> in the end. So either you start handing out serious punishments to fans, like serious punishments. I, I think that's like fines. You have to do yeah. Like you out here, give me your money. Like it has to be the equivalent for. Yeah, it has to be equivalent for them. Like. Like that dude got you know suspended indefinitely from the stadium. Yes, um, if you're a ticket season holder, then you lose money, or you just sell the season tickets. Probably what they do. But I feel like they may need to get fined. They like hey, it's, look. It's depending on the severity. If it's worth you never being allowed into the stadium ever again, mm-hmm. they need to slap you with like same fine that people get for like uh, littering outside. Sometimes you can get. Three, five, seven thousand dollar fine mm-hmm. for the. Cause obviously, you got to make it. You can't give them a thirty thousand dollar fine for someone who makes fifty a year. You know. What yeah. I'm it's different for, and, and and you know, players, athletic players, their fine is equivalent to us getting like a two thousand dollar fine. Yeah. Something like that. But 
it's still money coming out of their pocket. Listen. And I think if you start making people take money out of their pocket for saying racist stuff and bad stuff, they're going to keep their hands in their pockets. And they're going to be like, oh. You act out of pocket, we hit your wallet. We, That's it. Hey, you acting out of pocket, we hit your pocket. You, yeah, you act out of pocket, give me your pockets. Like, straight I, up. I, I think I think that could help it. You are lot. out of pocket. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, why do you dance for me, boy? What? what in your brain made you is think that was okay? <laughs> what is this? Like, the D is silent. Nah, <laughs> your wallet is silent too. Give me your money. Like what is good? Like how do you say stuff like that? But again, it's a different style of thinking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh yeah, that's okay. Mm-mm. Where? Where? <laughs> Girl, where? where? <laughs> Man, I I'm just when I when I see stuff like that, I'm like, first of all, for for if you're in the 600 level sure whatever say it you know what i'm saying no <laughs> one people video- the people around you gonna police you yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna get beat the people around you gonna police you You say some racial stuff you look dang this is all black people in my row uh i uh mom you wanna go let's, let's get out of here i got the car running i gotta, I gotta get out of here like you go say stupid stuff that that's gonna happen but for if you're stupid enough to know that you are in the bottom bowl of a deck or uh, a stadium at the bottom deck bottom level and you are on camera mm-hmm. and you are that close to players but I can see, and here's where like I'm like common sense. Even even this is me playing devil's advocate for racism. Why are you playing devil's? He <laughs> let the devil be his own advocate. No, 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 okay, I'm devil's advocate <laughs> for the racism. Uh, some of these men <laughs> are six eight. These individuals <laughs> are two hundred fifty, two hundred fifty five, and you a smooth five eight. <laughs> Middle aged. <laughs> um, do you want to see Jesus? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Are you that stupid? Are you that emboldened with your racism that you're like, man, we should have left y'all in the field? And you see, uh, I'm trying to think of a name, like Joel and B turns around and you're like, nah, it was him who said that. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, you gotta, un- you gotta be un- understanding of the fact that. What has happened in the past few years is that people, more people haven't been racist. It's just that the people who are racist and who have racist thoughts and, and that way of thinking have just gotten more screen time. And they're, they're getting more, bold. And they're getting bolder. It's not that, oh, the country is more racist than it was. No, it's just that the people with those views, you see them more now because of the technology, because of social media. You mm-hmm. see it more. It's always been there. But now it's getting it's exposed. Been there. Now it's getting exposed. So now, that's why I'm like, now you got to realize if you racist, <clears throat> expose 20, him. 2019 ain't the time for you to be yelling racist <laughs> thoughts yeah. at players. 1990s, 1980s, people, I bet you people did it. Mm-hmm. You can go back. Your, I was talking to your mom earlier. Uh, shout out to Mama Webb. We were talking about uh, Boston. And that's another thing. How Boston, Boston, you know, loves Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward's doing horrible. Mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward's white. It's Boston. I'm calling it what it is. He, he's not going to get called out for it because he's Gordon Hayward. Yeah. If Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum. Preach. If, you know, if any of those players, Marcus Smart, Terry Rozier, if any of those players were having or $30 million players and putting them 8.8 and four rebounds a game, whatever Gordon Hayward's doing, they would have had his head mm-hmm. already. You know what I'm saying? And so if you look back to the Celtics, back when – Oh, God, I want to say 60s, 70s, when Russell was winning eight in a row championships. No one was coming to the games because he was a black guy in Boston. 
Mm-hmm. He was destroying, but he was a black guy in Boston. He he didn't even want to have his retirement ceremony in Boston or the ring ceremony in Boston <clears throat> because of how much he was hated in Boston because he was a black guy. They didn't care that he was winning. You know what I'm saying? Even they were like, "Oh, we got Red Auerbach as coach. Great. Who's this black dude?" You know what I'm saying? It not so nice words. Yes. And so, after that time came and passed, then Larry Bird and Kevin McHale, they didn't win as much as as Bill Russell. They sold out their games. Yeah. Two white stars, Larry Bird, the great white hope, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically what he was. You know what I'm saying? And so. That changed with Rondo and Kevin Durant and all that stuff. And at least we hoped and thought it changed. But I think I think it's it is a thing that's happening in the NBA, for sure. Some players get better chances and more chances than others. Yeah, a lot of white players won't get racial thoughts or racial epitaphs screamed at them. Look at you using big words. You know, screamed at them across the court. Yeah, like that stuff happens. Stuff mm-hmm. happens. The soccer happen. Soccer fans are a little different though. They they just drink and they crazy. <laughs> Yo, soccer fans are. They got no another type of level like, of uh, no type of shame either. No. I do that banana at you, you monkey. Like mm-hmm. they don't care. And I'm completely justified. Yeah, literally. So that's why I'm like, you gotta understand. If you raise us this bottom line, if you if you raise us and you go to a sporting event and you know you raise us. And it's 2019. You better hide it. Hide it. <laughs> you better keep it to yourself. You better hide it. Because they got, uh, they, you get 14 players on a team in NBA. In today's NBA, 12 and a half are black. <laughs> yeah. Jason Tatum. Straight up. <laughs> 12 and a half are black. That means you about to have 24 and a half fists coming at your face. Jason Tatum going to give you one hand. And then he's going to keep one behind because like, yeah. I, know, I know what you feel, Shout dog. Shout out to Jason Tatum. Boom. So, like, you, not, not today. And so that, I'm, I stand 1 million percent behind Russ. Yes. When he called out, because ha- what happened to him before last week or something else happened where he had to call out a fan like that? Well, there was a, the kid that touched him. That Oh, and then, gosh, that's another thing. Last quick thing. The kid that pushed Russ. Yeah, he, he like, he like. What game was it? I forgot, but he like was like trying to give him a high five or something. He yeah, just like hit him on the he arm. He hit this boy on his back. And yeah, Russ like something like that. Like, and so then Russ took like a good five seconds, ten seconds to explain to the kid and yeah. the dad. Yeah. Like, hey, you, I understand you're here for a game. I understand that. But you got to understand that you can't put your hands on other people like that. Yeah. Especially with that type of force. Mm-hmm. Especially when, like, you don't own me. You, don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You realize that you got to keep your hands to yourself. And basically in that moment, like, school that dad and the kid. And everyone's like, well, what is he doing? Like, you, like you're. He just talked to him. Like, you're there. Especially if you're in that front row. Privilege. That's what it boils down to. It boils down to privilege. That he's like, oh, stop it. And the, the dad, it boils down to dad never having to teach that to his son. Because mm-hmm. he's like, well, what's wrong with it? He, I am my own person. Your son is your own person. Why is your son's hands on me? Yeah. That's like, why why do you think that's okay to just touch somebody to you just, don't know? Exactly. To touch somebody you don't know. It's to push them that you don't know. I understand it's Russell Westbrook. But like even if I was a kid and I saw him, like let's say I was a kid and I'm watching Steve Nash play. Who's my favorite player growing up? Oh, you're a black and, kid. And so <laughs> if, if I'm on the front row and Steve Nash walks by and I touch him, boy, my mom. Not even me would get exactly. it. My mom would get it, exactly. or whoever was with me would get it. Be like, why don't you raise your kid? And, and then I to, get it when I get home. Yeah, where I can't sit down for a week. <laughs> for a week. That's and it. so it's, it's being raised with conscience. Like it's, I can get into that, but God. And so the kid <laughs> who touched Russell Westbrook, like, I'm, I'm willing to bet my next paycheck when he got home, he didn't really get nothing. He was like, oh, that was a good experience. 
Just don't do it again, son. Go up and play your Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Like there's there's no there's no discipline. There's no nut. There's only I'm not gonna say there's only like privilege or there's only entitlement, but like when you have that when you have that mindset of I can do that yep. to someone I don't know. It's not being taught to you that that's not okay. And I love, and I love. This happened to this happens to Russ. Everyone wants to try Russ. I'm like Russ, yeah. The one because I'm pretty sure he when he got KD. touched, when he got touched, he turned around. He thought it was a grown man. Yeah, he turned around and then he looked down and he he immediately like Russ ready to swing on me. <laughs> <laughs> this happened in in Philadelphia where he made the layup and then the fat white fan like threw up double middle fingers like I feel. Yeah, and Russ like looked around at the ref. He's like, y'all ain't gonna do. That. He pointed at him he like, hey, uh, and that's like a gift now. Like, yeah. it's fantastic. You ain't gonna pull. You gonna pull this? And so that dude got kicked out of the stadium. Yeah, I don't think like permanently, but he got kicked out of the stadium. And it's like, yes, it, uh, I guarantee you, in the '80s and the '90s, fans were saying some out of pocket stuff. Out of pocket. The Knicks to Jordan to and, like I guarantee like any of those eight good ball players corner pocket. <laughs> out of, <laughs> they were saying some out of stuff, out of pocket stuff to people. But in this day and age where you, you can get captured on video and stuff can be analyzed and scrutinized and you can lose your, your ticket, whatever, keep your racism yeah, keep down it in your stomach. To a minimum of negative five because <laughs> we don't want to hear it. Inside because if you get caught, you got caught. And it didn't help that that guy who heckled Russ this last time had some pretty racist things on his Twitter. I, that's why I said it. Calling like, if, Russ an N-word if you and get found all out that stuff. That you are, and, and he called him a time, monkey on Instagram. Yep, and on, at, that time, at the time now where all your racist stuff can be found out, it ain't the time for you to be yelling at. Listen, you know black Twitter is a real thing, dude. Black Twitter is a real All of Twitter is they like, will yo, They will find you. We got, what is it? The uh, So you can run and tell that, homeboy. <laughs> there's the uh, the gif of uh, 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 Judy from... from uh, <laughs> from Spy Kids with the yeah. like the head, like little eyeglass. People will do that that's, to your that's, Twitter. That's black Twitter. Just got the glasses on. And go back 2013. He called Russ an N word six times right here. I had the facts right here, Judge. You were out for you know what I'm saying? Like not to, not today, bro. Today's not the time. 2019 is not the it's not your year, bro. We're getting too advanced. Okay, we got oh, too gosh. much time on our hands. Okay. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for the sports episode. We hope that you oh, enjoyed this snap. conversation, this discussion, because we love it. It's real talk. Thank you guys for uh-huh. following us on Twitter, Instagram, at ENT underscore exchange. Go to our YouTube page, EX Does Entertainment. And yeah. by the time you're listening to this episode, we will have merch up. Merch. Okay. Merch, so you're merch. You want to go to teespring.com. We'll, put the, we'll probably put the link we'll put in the like link our descriptions in description. and stuff. Hit the link in the description because we got shirts and hoodies for the upcoming Endgame, Avengers Endgame. And then we got a couple different designs that we want to give to you guys. So yes. hit the link in our description so you can rock some merch, baby. Yeah. Wayne, sign off for us. Signing off for this merch march and this podcast. This is Wayne the Hattrick Wizzy Webb and that is David Johnson. And we are Entertainment Exchange. We love y'all. Keep rocking with us because we dope with the sauce. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>